We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. And we are live on a Wednesday morning. The sun is out. Your boys are here. 301-230-0980. Maddie, of course, on the other side of the glass. Be courteous to him when you call in today. Russell's across from me. I am here. We are here. It's Russell and Medhurst, 9 to noon, right here on the Team 980. And, of course, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. Chris, I called the folks at Bank of America yesterday. I said, look, I have right now a, a estimated wealth of $279.36. I asked if I could get in on one of the ownership groups, and they politely said that's probably not going to cut it, trying to buy the Washington Commanders. So we're stuck here for another day. Unless you have the political chutzpah to reel in Jeff Bezos and well, Jay-Z. you know, hey, Jeff, I, I, I ordered new binoculars from Amazon that I'm going to debut tomorrow night at Rosecroft Raceway, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm supporting his business. That yeah, I had, to upgrade from, I had to upgrade from 10, to, 10 by 50 to 20 by 50. I don't so. know what exactly that means. That's just like when, the when lens the, or when whatever. The number, when the number goes up, that means you need a little more help. Oh, and that's and <laughs> As that's you so, know, right? Right. Oh, yeah. Trust me, I know. But I, like binoculars, I've always struggled with. <clears throat> like at FedEx Field. As as you recall, we're at one corner end of the end zone. When the plate, which it's when it goes to the other end, it's like in the next county. Oh, it, it's just ridiculous, right? But like, I buy all these binoculars. Uh, Linnell left one of them behind, uh, so I had to buy a new pair. The, the, the pair that I bought uh, <laughs> stunk, uh, and I can't see. And I don't like whenever I like adjust them. By the time I get done adjusting them and getting them in the proper lens and the proper frame, the play's over. Does it surprise you that the youngest in charge does something that young people do? It was the youngest in charge movement yeah. to screw over the rooster. You know, cock-a-doodle-doo. The, young, the youngest, the youngest people break their phones and then demand mom and dad buy them another one. They leave the binoculars at the stadium. You know, I mean, have a little more, have a little more, you know, a little more couth. Remember what's going on, especially if it's somebody else's. Not like you left your own behind. It's somebody else's. So I mean. He did offer to buy a new pair. I said no. Well, I said that's okay. I mean, I got a pretty good deal on mine on Amazon from marked down from eighty nine ninety nine to uh, thirty nine. Nice. Yeah. So so I went, Bezos, a, I went a little. Bezos rooster. got some of your money, but he didn't get all of your money. <laughs> well, and I also had a gift card. So <laughs> look, there's nothing better. Two things. The two things that uh, two thing any food gift card and an Amazon gift card. Uh, my family knows exactly. That's what that's what comes at Christmas time. Food and food and Amazon, we're all set. You know, maybe a Home Depot every now and then that I can basically share with the wife, yeah. so we can go buy stuff or whatever. But yeah, I, I'm house, good but. with gift cards. I like gift cards. Like people like crap on gift cards sometimes. I'm very good with that. Well, I mean, it, it's like it's like what do you you know with your kids? Like once your kids get like mine are my my two oldest are 31 and 29. Right. You know, I'd rather buy them gift cards to places that they want to buy stuff to, yeah. you know, than, than buying something for them that, you know, is either going to sit there or they're going to return or not use. Right. I mean, whatever. you could buy them an ugly Christmas sweater with five guys on it. Well, or Panda Express. Panda Express. I mean, Panda, Exp- Panda Express, of course. Perfect gift card. Yeah, perfect. Uh, found another place yesterday. You have no idea how tempted I've been to try that to see if my, my theory is. 
holds up or not. I mean, there I be, I truly believe there are things on the menu there that you would like. Um the the one there's a um there's a, a chicken with green beans, uh something else in it. I think you would like that because it's uh-huh. reasonably healthy and basically your doctor would approve of that. Uh, with some rice and all that other stuff in it. Yeah, so, I mean, doctor would not approve of that. <laughs> right, right. Rice, soy sauce. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, it's still the yeah. chicken, grilled chicken. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That I mean, grilled yes. chicken would be fine for yeah. you. So, I mean, that that's. I mean, again, if uh, you just eat grilled, like if you ate four ounces of grilled chicken every night for dinner, right, with like some asparagus or some Brussels sprouts and no butter and no oil and all that, you'd be 148 pounds. Yeah, well, I mean, my you'd daughter loves asparagus. She's got some in the refrigerator right now. We bought some while we were out the other day. She eats it like crazy. Um, but I, I like I f- asparagus. I found another uh, Payne Express drive through uh, when I took her to her hitting lesson the other day. Uh, shout out to former Wisconsin outfielder Kelly Welsh, who's her hitting coach. Yeah. Um, I found another Panda Express drive-through though Ooh. between that location and home. So as soon as I saw that, I was like, "Oh, Kel!" So you don't get the Panda Express gift card. So I wasn't even aware that there was a drive-through <laughs> option. Oh yeah. That. Invention is an act of determination. That scared me. <laughs> Achieve oh. goals. You know what? I'm, I'm still, I'm still hearing that. Whatever you that know is. What it is. It's. It's Hoffman's computer that he runs through the board oh. here because I got it right here. Because okay. as soon as I hit pause so, on the ad, that's so what it I, was. So if I hit PC1, like yeah, that, that probably takes it off. it off. Yes. Well, just oh. pot it down. I was like, <laughs> I didn't know what the hell that was. Yeah. I looked over at Matt, and Matt was like, <laughs> I was like Miyagi, what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> what are you? I, I thought he was. I thought he played some like music to, for Pan Express. Shaggy, track. It wasn't me. Yeah, yeah. I, I like. There are things that just drive me crazy. Technology is wonderful. The autoplay ads. Oh yeah. just drive me insane. And I know that's the only way they can make money and get clicks, and because nobody would click on. I, I get it. I understand. It just drives me crazy. Like ever, like not every website you go to, but it just it's but a lot too much, way too much. And then, like if you're like me, and everybody makes fun of me for having like forty tabs open on my computer, and I gotta constantly keep shutting them down and whatever, you don't like. But when a, one a gets an auto ad, you can't find it. Exactly. <laughs> and sometimes, like, even ah! though they have the audio symbol, it's not easy to find when you have 40 options. That happens to me when Joe and I are doing our It's College Football podcast. Oh. And I'm like, I'm trying to, you know, I, I've got game previews loaded right. up. And I'm like, all of a sudden, here comes an ad. I'm like, ah. Because it's not easy to toggle to all the information you need. So sometimes it's easy just to have it kept up there in a separate window. And I, I was just to kind of tie this back together, I didn't realize there was a drive through option. Oh, yeah. For your favorite Chinese place. Yeah, found one in Middletown, Delaware the very first time. Uh, and then now now they're building them. There's one down in Prince Frederick. There's one mm-hmm. over in uh, Millersville. This so is the latest one So you just know, because you know what you want, you just pull up to the drive through just see it, or you know what it is on the menu, boom. Oh, yeah. I mean, you don't have to look at it I in can the pull, store or anything. I can, pull in, I can pull into a Panda Express blindly. Okay. Well, I don't even need a message board. Okay. Orange chicken fried rice, seven thirty nine. Thanks for coming. Seven thirty nine. Thanks for. Coming. And for the amount of food you get, it's 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 not even close. It's it's one of the best bargains. Do you get an egg roll or no? Uh, you can get one. Yeah. Oh, you would have to pay yeah. for it. But it's just the orange chicken and Correct. the fried rice. Okay. Get a fo- get a fortune cookie. Uh huh. Yeah. Fortune, you know? fortune cookies are overrated. No, they taste good. They taste Ugh. pretty good. <laughs> they taste pretty good. Um, coming up uh, this morning on our uh, Anything But Commander segment, our ABC segment, John Wall, in an interesting interview, uh, talking about um, how things allegedly shook down here. And I say allegedly because there's two sides to every story. Clearly, you know, the Wizards aren't putting out any videos to retort this because that's just not how uh, they do business. But, I, I mean... Based on some of that conversation, if you watched it, um, where and we'd love to play a, a decent amount of it for you, except we can't because John said the word "s" about seventeen times in ninety seconds. It was, it was kind of I was chuckling listening to it, um, but obviously on the internet you can you can get away 
you can get away with that uh, uncut, which is fine. And I, I mean, I got no problem with John doing that. I'm not one of those those types of people. I'm just saying, in terms of our FCC license, we can't play uh, a lot of that audio for you. But I'm sure a lot of you have seen it uh, by now. And I, Chris, I think it's I. I if it shook down that way, and again, as I said, there's two sides to every story, and Ted, Tommy, the organization, nobody's, you know, they're on that side is uh, coming out to say, oh, that's not true, that's not true, that's not true, whatever. But you know how guys in the NBA talk to each other, and allegedly Russ, you know, Russ kind of said, hey, you know, I'm here, they're trying to get me. Um, are you leaving, or are you trying to leave, or... You know, you willing to leave? And he was, you know, John had, you know, was working out and hoping to come back uh, at that time and even had started working out at the facilities, you know, here in D.C. It was just interesting to hear John, and and I love John's answer. He goes, dude, I've been here 10 years. This is my city. And I think I understand why Wizards fans were, had Russell come here and delivered something significant and stayed a while. Right. I think we have a much we have a much better feeling about moving John on to another city and another team if Russell had delivered something significant here. The fact that that didn't happen and then, you know, Russ kind of came and went, we no longer have John, Brad can't stay healthy and we're sitting here in the rubble of all of it right now with a team that's still under 500. Wizards fans are a very passionate bunch. They have expectations of, or hopes, I should say, of a good product. But unfortunately, that has eluded this organization right now, unfortunately, for a long time, despite its best efforts to to do something to get it right, to make moves to get it right. Mm-hmm. And it's still... This is an end results game. Right. And for those of us that have rooted for this team since we were kids, you know, again, I'm old enough to remember when basketball was great here with Elvin, Bobby Dandridge, Wes Unseld. I mean, I I remember those days. Okay. So we know it can happen here. Even when Gil and and Antoine and those guys were running around, we felt like, hey, we got got a club that when we come to the arena every night, we're going to be entertained mm-hmm. at a very high level. And, oh, yeah, we're going to have a chance to win the thing at the end of the night. And I think that's what frustrates Wizards fans right now is they just want a product that they know at the end of the night they've got a chance to win. And as people were pointing out the other day, I mean, the building's electric because Steph Curry's hitting shots, not because the Wizards are hitting right. shots. Uh, the other night, and of course they lose to one of the NBA's best players the other day, and they sit here again. We're sitting here at this point in the season, looking up, and you're you know you're you're still five to seven to eight games under five hundred, and everybody's wondering, okay, how are we going to be a part of you know the NBA's upper echelon? Yeah, there's a few signs of life, but certainly not a sustainable pulse to make you think that they're going to be able to turn this around by the time the end of the regular season happens. And as far as, you know, we'll get to John in a sec. As far as what happened on Monday and uh, who was it um, that was here for a cup of coffee? Sam Decker? I heard, is it Sam? was it Sam Decker mm-hmm. that was here for like a couple of months? He was like, oh, every home game was like that. Well, you, you know, listen. In some cases, yes, every home it's game. It's like that in a lot of NBA buildings, though, because yeah. of the the way the, the NBA superstar yes, the NBA element. has marketed that superstar element for years. I mean, hell, Susan O'Malley did it as good as anybody. Yeah. C- come buy tickets for Shaq, Kobe, and you know all these other great players. Well, and and, and listen, so. if you're not great, if you're not a great team, if you don't have marquee superstars that are automatic gate attractions in their prime. Then that's what you do because right. you want people in your building to make it an atmosphere that people want to go to. The only risk you, and you run, want to make money. Right. Obviously. The only risk you run when that happens is, unfortunately, in this league, say, "Hey, come on out, watch LeBron tonight." You know, LeBron James only trip into Washington. What if he chooses load management well, that night? That's. I mean, we got kids yeah. crying in a crowd in a lot of buildings because their favorite superstar, whether it be LeBron or John Morant. You know, Luca. I know somebody like that chooses load management. I I think if you take load management, I think any load management game has to be a home game. See, you and I feel very differently about this. I understand your point. Just 
Wizards aside, I understand your point that it sucks if, you know, a team makes, you know, like the Lakers, make one trip in a year and and LeBron chooses that game. Or, you know, I mean, there's nothing choosing about being injured, but if, it, if it's a clear rest game, especially on a second end, that sucks. I, I get it. I, I understand that hurts the product. I get it's not fair to the Washington, D.C. people, so on and so forth. But to me... Like the people that are paying your season tickets, the people that are your your diehards, your, the people that are there for you every night, 40 games a year, whatever it is, 20 games a year, 10 games, or maybe the thousands and thousands of families that can only go to one game a year. Save it's up not, for that one game. I know, and... but it's not fair to them, right? If if they go if if the one night you already have the injury factor. If the one night they can go to staples.com slash crypto arena or whatever the hell it's called these days, and that's the night that, you know, uh, got a long road trip ahead. We got to serve the people of Orlando, Washington, Charlotte, Atlanta, and Philadelphia with LeBron. Got to rest LeBron tonight at, 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 at in Hollywood. You know, like there's no fair or easy answer to any of this. It just sucks if if that's if that's the way because you already again have injuries and everybody understands that injuries are largely uncontrollable and that there's no guarantee that when you buy a ticket a that you're going to see your team win b that you're going to see your favorite player c that you're going to see a great effort or a great performance or a great game uh, there's just no guarantee so we all understand that it's just I struggle with the you know what Dusty Baker used to do. Uh, almost every Sunday Nationals home game, mm-hmm. he'd rest half the damn lineup. Dusty, what are you doing? I don't care about you having a fresh lineup in Oakland tomorrow night in front of 3,000 people. I care about the 25,000 people that are supporting your ass, that are supporting your team, that want to see Bryce Harper and Anthony Rendon and Adam Eaton and Jason Wirth or whoever it might be in the lineup. And maybe you can't play everybody, but you can play two out of those four or whatever. It used to drive me insane so much so that I would call him day off Dusty and somebody in the organization complained. That I referred to him as day off Dusty. I, I, I was right. I was right. It's 162 games scheduled. I know. Though. That's even. I know. That's even more understandable. But my point was: screw the people in Kansas City. No offense. Screw the people in Oakland. I don't care. Take care of the people that support you the most. And I know that's kind of a different topic than we were, you know, really getting on. But but the point being is, the point being is. The NBA, of course, star-driven league, like you said. You know, it sucks when certain star players don't play, whatever, or when guys get injured. We know what the Wizards are going through. Of course, with Bradley Beal, we know what John went through. We know what happened. There's no easy answer to any of this stuff. Like, I mean, if you think about it, right, sports is filled with complicated issues, much societal issues, complicated issues that are much beyond just the box score. It's what makes it's what makes things fascinating and it's also what fuels our industry and it's also i think what fuels all of these tv talk shows you know i mean you got craig carton yeah, screaming you, said, well, you I, got screaming okay, perfect Smith, example all that perfect example yesterday you and i were sitting here in between commercials and you said to me wow because skip and shannon were talking about lebron james yeah. and you're like do they do do they really think that lebron james is the right topic at this point and you know and i'm like i'm like yeah i said because all you have to do is turn on all of these syndicated radio things that are on at night because nobody wants to pay a nighttime host and what are they talking about the nba they're talking about lebron james you can't turn on a syndicated radio show and not hear the name lebron james brought up during the course of any of those shows i'm hosting from noon to five this saturday on cbs sports radio you know who we're not talking about That's but again, you're gonna you're gonna push a different narrative on the right. show. You are the exception rather than the rule. I know, I know. You're on. During, I, are you on during the playoffs? Are there playoff games uh, Saturday? Well, they start at like four thirty. So, okay. so I, I, I mean, so it's not t- so more like the pregame buildup, right? But on a Saturday, noon to five before yeah. an NFL playoff game, 
Of course you're going to talk right. about the NFL playoffs. Right. right. I'm talking about these other guys. I mean, a lot of these other guys. I was guys... only making the point last yesterday because it was – I don't know if they were on on Monday or not, but, you know, so maybe they were on on Monday and they already talked about the NFL playoffs. But but to me, like for us, mm-hmm. yesterday it would have made no sense for us to talk about LeBron James scoring 48 points in a meaningless one out of 82 against the Rockets – you know, on a Tuesday when we hadn't been on on Monday, so that 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 was that that was my deal. I, either way, Pete, listen, uh, just r- quickly to wrap like this part of it up, and we can expand more, and we actually have some audio I think that we can play um, about John Wall. Listen, John Wall star here was once very, 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 very bright. We all know the moments. We all know the highlights. We all know how close it got. It got a lot closer than people remember and choose to remember. It didn't work out because of all the injuries. I wish John wasn't so bitter. I wish John wasn't mad. I wish John had a better taste in his mouth. I don't know exactly what happened between he and Tommy Shepard. I know Ted Leonsis and the organization tried to take care of him. Certainly financially they did. And John tried to take care of the organization in turn. For John to be that naive that he was going to get traded... When all those rumors started popping up two months before the trade actually happened, if I recall, it made all the sense in the world. John was too hurt and making too much money and was too much of a guessing game for the Wizards to just blindly stay by him. They just, it just was. I don't blame, maybe I'm naive, I don't blame Ted. Tommy, no, the Wizards, the, all at that. At the moment, that move made sense. The problem was, the problem was, I think they thought Russ would deliver a little more. Sure. And maybe stick around a little bit sure, longer. Sure. And that didn't happen. He did deliver some moments. Moments. But not, the second half of a, that season, right. there were moments. Right. Down it wasn't stretch, a sustainable, like to your point, it wasn't a sustainable thing. Correct. Correct. Gotcha. By the way, you know who uh, you know is the fifth leading scorer right now for the Los Angeles Lakers when they come to your building? Russell Westbrook? Thomas Bryant, 12 oh. and a half points, mm. 7.1 rebounds a game. It's where all the ex-wizards go. <laughs> Russell Westbrook, third leading scorer. Russell on the Westbrook, team. Thomas Bryant, who else has played out there? Didn't um Troy Brown's on that Troy team. Troy Brown. Yeah. Exactly, because he had the controversial moment with mm-hmm. LeBron cursing in the locker room about the foul, non foul, what have you. Uh didn't um so that's three guys at least. Didn't um Kwame Brown play out there for yes. a while? Yes. Right? Uh and who else? Anybody There's another else? thing, by the way, uh, Kwame Brown on Ryan Clark's The Pivot podcast this week, talking about his overall Odyssey. Interesting listening. Mm. Um, I again, I I would again. There's a gazillion podcasts out there. I know uh, every week. Chris has one. I have one. We try to get you to listen to those and all those, and and we appreciate you doing that. Ryan Clark's podcast every week, um, I think, is a must listen. I mean, it's it's just great content, and and to listen to Kwame describe his odyssey, and Ryan Clark asked him some direct questions, like, dude, you know. Why? Why did you do that, or why did this happen? And it, it was just an interesting listen. But that also goes back to the Wizards' point. I tell you all the time: when you suck, you have to hope there's a franchise-changing player. Mm-hmm. When you suck, Washington got the overall one pick, and it was either Kwame Brown or Shane Battier, and neither guy was going to transform your franchise. Unfortunately, that's bad timing. That's bad timing. Now, John Wall, when they got the 1-1, John's a really good player, but John couldn't shoot at that time. John's right. not a great shooter. Not a transformational superstar in, in epic land in, in, he in, was, in epic proportions. He was good enough as a point guard yes. to help transform it if you had other yes. significant pieces around yeah. him. Because he was going to get those guys the ball. Right. He was going to get the ball to those guys right. where they could be great. Problem right. was... You had to is, have guys. You had to have guys, and you know he. They needed more from him, unfortunately, from a scoring perspective. And some nights he could do it. Sometimes he couldn't because right. some nights he could shoot. Sometimes nights he couldn't. So you we'll need, let you hear. You needed guys, guys, guys. Yeah, we'll, we'll let you we'll let you hear some of that audio from John. Plus, uh, some interesting audio uh, from baseball where Dan Connolly and John Angelos. Uh, John Angelos been part of the Angelos family for a long time. They've been in Baltimore a long time. John Angelos. Uh, to not know where Dan Connolly was from 
It was a very interesting back and forth between those two. Uh, Again, it just goes to show you, having great leadership within your organization, having good ownership is so important. There's no doubt about it. 301-230-0980. We're off and running. It's a Wednesday morning. It's Russell and Medhurst coming up in touchdown at 10. Washington has interviewed for sure at least one candidate for the offensive coordinator position. They made that announcement yesterday. Hey, we interviewed this person. All right. And, of course, the comments are always funny when you read that, when the team puts something out. We'll talk about that in touchdown at 10, all between now and noon, right here on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. That's right, ABC, anything but Commanders, as we do on a Wednesday morning in the first hour. John Wall with some interesting comments in a relaxed atmosphere, talking about his exodus from Washington, D.C., a town that basically he did own for a 10-year period. Invested in this community like you would not believe. And that, you know, that made it more difficult, I think, for Wizards fans to divorce themselves from John because John was a superstar from Raleigh, went to Kentucky, that invested in this community. Except when he wore the Cowboys jersey in Super well, Field. Bryce Harper wore I Vegas know. Golden Knights jersey. Look, I mean, you are you're That's you funny. are no, no, no. what you are growing up. I didn't have a major okay. problem. No, I, I, I didn't don't have, have any problem. I didn't have any problem with that. Bryce doing that. I thought Wall no not knowing the sensitivity of the Cowboy Redskin rivalry. But if you're a Cowboy little fan, bit over the top. I would rather have Cowboy fan be honest and, and tell me he's Cowboy I fan. Gotcha. Then, then masquerade you. as a Washington fan I when you're you. really not. I got you. That's fair. That doesn't mean he didn't respect the guys playing no, for no, the no, Redskins no. at no. the time. No. I mean, that, that's uh, you can respect those guys, but, I mean, you are who you root for. I would also say this. There's, to counter both of those situations, because they were big controversies, you can root for whoever you want to root for, maybe not be as loud and proud about it. Well, I mean, Bryce you know. did wear the Vegas jersey. No, 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 no that's what I'm saying. I mean, you know, like you don't, One. like if you, if you're Bryce Harper, and and now a lot of times these guys simply don't care about the no. criticism. But it, I mean, if you don't want to stir the pot, then then show if, up if root I for had whoever as you want. Many but, commas in my bank yeah. account that Bryce is going to have well, and over the course yeah. of that 13 year contract he signed with Philadelphia. I I could I could care less. That's if the you, other way to look. At I it. could care less if you come into my home, fart, you know, 
uh, you know, have diarrhea all over my f- living room floor because I can call Serve Pro in three minutes and have them come out and Ew. clean it up. <laughs> Some sometimes that stuff doesn't come exactly clean. Well, you know, what? that's why you got to have hardwood instead of carpets. Well, if you have pets, hardwoods, f- folks. Oh, I, I I agree. Or if you don't have hardwood, it's uh, what is it like? Um, Problem is, you get you get. There's like a different version of hardwood that that is much cheaper than hardwood. It's like a particle. Uh, uh, it's like not, a particle not board. Not particle. Um, it's not even wood. It's like uh, it's like a linoleum, Lin- yeah. but it's not linoleum. It's I forgot what they call it, but it's it, it's a much nicer way of getting carpeting up and, like you said, you know, having a situation for the dog so that, or I guess the cats. Uh, so that you can clean it and have it not. For those of you that, that did not get a chance to hear the audio that we're talking mm-hmm. about, let's hear what John Wall had to say in this interview that we are talking about, about, you know, an exodus from D.C. I know Russ, me and Russ cool, say what up to each other if I see you, but a lot of people you just don't have a number. Like, right. I got respect for you, but I just don't have that relationship to yeah. do that. Yeah. So he did me like, yo, what's your number? I'm like, F- me, what's my number? Text me like, yo, I don't. Uh, I'm tr- DC trying to get me, but they saying you don't want to leave. Like, no, this has been for ten years. This is my franchise. Like, <laughs> right? Why would I want to leave? I'm like, what you mean they want you? He's like, yeah, they want to trade you. All right. I'm like, I ain't believing it. So I asked my agent. Mm-hmm. Then I start hearing about it. Like, you know, but it be rumors. Mm-hmm. But like, certain shit ain't rumors when you hearing it from the main source. You know what I mean? Like, I know it's a business. I ain't tripping. Right. Got to come out here work out for a month. Brad all mad about this. Shit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, bro, you can. I get it. I mean, but he like we had a real conversation. Like, man, the man talked about it. And shit, my brother, nothing, nothing against him. Still right. love him to death. You know what I mean? Was there for me when my mom passed? When a lot of motherfuckers won't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, we talking and shit, and I'm like, well, what we, what we gonna do? Like, we gonna run it back one more year? You don't know. Once he said, I got to think about it. I knew I was traded. Mm. You know I mean, you got to think about it. Yeah. And oh, shit, going different. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so go back. I'm in DC. And shit, I'm back in Miami working out. For the summer, so you know, training camp about to come up. So I go I always go back two weeks before training camp, start working out at facility doing. <laughs> Russ put me on a phone call, and I hear the conversation like, "Yeah, we trying to do this, but he don't want to leave." So I'm like, oh, "I get it now. It's basically done." Yeah, you know what I mean. So I'm like, all I asked him was, I was like, "Yo, don't let me put this wizard jersey on for the last time because it's for media day. You know, you gotta take the picture before media day. You take all your little pictures yeah, before yeah. media." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "If this is the last time I put the jersey, on, I ain't putting it on." They're like, "No, nah, you good? Whatever, you know, just." Be professional, do what I gotta do. Go back home. They go tell my agent. Oh, he came in day. He ain't speak to nobody. Lying like a motherfucker. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm in a bad mood. Not if you ain't. If you ain't the reason why I got a bad attitude, I'm, a, I'm bad, mad about that. I'm gonna speak to you. Right. You yeah. ain't the reason why I'm mad. Who do who? That go by. So I got workouts one day, and I'm not ready for sit. I'm going to another place now because all this shit going on. I don't want to be around it. Right. The GM come. Watch me work out. I'm like, you ain't watch me work out the last two weeks. What'd you come today for? He came because he had an interview 30 minutes after my workout. Mm-hmm. So he's like, yeah, me, John, and Brad, a conversation, we all good. That's lies. Mm-hmm. All right. that I mean, there's a That's lot, a lot to of unpa- beeps. There's a lot of beeps. <laughs> there's a lot to unpack there. We wanted to, pl- we wanted to play it just so that you can hear the full context. What I didn't realize when I first heard it, he goes from talking about how Bradley Beal's his boy. Brad was there for his mom when it passed, all that, how close they were. But basically, unless I misheard that, is he not basically saying that Brad knew that he was getting traded and he's kind of yes pissed at Brad, yes. right? I mean, more, I, like when I first heard it, I heard – I, I locked in on the Tommy part. Well, John said he still. Res- I mean, John said, "Look, no, no hard feelings. He respected it, right?" But, but, but basically, that Brad knew that John was not coming back, and that they were tell that that Brad and others were telling John that he was staying. That it, well, unless I misunderstood it not, that. No, it's not their job to tell John he was leaving. Right. But like when Russ. Russ spilled the beans directly yes. to him, saying, "Hey, they're trying to get me, but they're saying, you know, you're not well, trying to leave." Well, that was the that was the first part of it, which is eye opening. Mm-hmm. But then the middle part of it, which is the part that I kind of did, I, I I don't know, I I maybe just dismissed. I heard the Russ stuff. I heard the GM stuff, Tommy, at the end and the beginning. Right? I didn't hear the the context of the whole Bradley Beal stuff in between. So basically, if I'm interpreting it right, John is saying 
that the first inkling he got that he was not coming back to Washington was Russ reaching out by a social media of some sort because he didn't have his number. They knew each other, but apparently they weren't boys enough to have their numbers. Then Russ reaches out, gets his number, tells him, hey, man, they're trying to get me. You're about to be, you know, they're going to get rid of you, whatever. Things calm down. Oh, no, no. The agent says no, this, that, and the other thing. Then mom, something happened with the You know, his, his mom passed. I don't know if it was during that time or whatever. Bradley Beal's tight. They're there, there to support him, whatever. And all of a sudden, like, John starts hearing the rumors, rumors, rumors. And Brad's like, no, no, no. It, like, like everything's cool, man. Everything's cool. Everything's fine. I, I don't know exactly how how he said it, but that was kind of the inference that John is making. Almost like, don't worry about it. Then comes the media day, and John's like, hey, if you're going to trade me, I'm, I'm putting on the jersey. Then Tommy apparently comes in, hasn't watched him practice after a month worth of rehab and what have I don't know. There's a lot of, like, things to try and connect the dots here, Pete. It sounds clearly like John still miffed, still annoyed. I don't know if he's... Right, but wouldn't you be mad? Wouldn't, what do we talk about all the time? And and John even said, John multiple times talked about it, called my agent. Yeah. You know, in other words... If there's a deal in the works, right. usually Tommy or anyone with the organization let me know. would be talking to right. the agent right. and saying, right. you know, but again, maybe they didn't have a deal in place right. yet. And until you look, the worst thing you can do, and and Tommy and any general manager will tell you this, is when word of a deal or potential deal gets out. And you don't have it secured yet. It ruins your leverage. It, well, not only, not only that, but it, it it's that's the toughest part in all this is you try to be man to man with guys, but you're not going to go to John and say, you know, we're trading you mm-hmm. when you don't have a deal in place first. And that's the that's the, the difficult part of NBA deals because of guys' contracts and, and especially when you get into the complicated guys like mm-hmm. like Russell Westbrook, mm-hmm. like John who's got the max deal, like Bradley Beal now, who's got the two hundred and fifty million dollar deal. Yeah. Okay. And now, and part of the reason why Brad got and secured a no trade is essentially you cut a lot of this stuff out. I mean, it's it's right? that's and that's the hard part is that communication process because you don't want a guy to think well, we don't want you. We're trying to trade you, and the, you know ultimately uh, that that's the that's the toughest part of this because as soon as a guy feels like he's being traded, what what do guys tell you all the time? Oh, they didn't want me. They didn't want me. I felt disrespected. Mm-hmm. They didn't want me. So Russell Westbrook spills the beans in all of this. Russ is the one that, you know, got this ball rolling and started all of this. So, you know, I'm going to want to say it's kind of his fault, but him reaching out to John and say, I mean, like Russ saying to John, Russ, I, Russ wanted to come here apparently, mm-hmm. you know, and, and he trying to, he was trying to, John, you got to go. I'm trying to come here. I'm Russell Westbrook. I'm, uh, I'm an NBA. I'm a legend. You got to go. That that's That's how I read that. That, like Russell facilitated pushing John out the door before Tommy or anybody in the organization could ever mm-hmm. sit down with John or his agent and say, you know, hey, we've got a deal in place. Um, you know, we're going to give you a chance to go play somewhere else. And and that's the hardest part in all of this. And and, and again, without without having a conversation with the Wizards organization side. You know, that's that's the hard part in absorbing all of this right now because now, you know, John gives you his side uh, of everything, and and I don't believe the Wizards will have a retort to all yeah, of this. Not. I mean, somebody may at some point, you know, one of the beat writers, if they, you know, pass Tommy the hallway or something like that, may ask him. But uh, essentially, uh, you know, Russell Westbrook is the one that facilitated yeah. all of this. And well, we're probably going to have to, you know, get Tommy on. And it and just, and it, by the way, it also, the opportunity to it, it also, though, it, you know, any of the reporters that wrote about NBA guys that wrote about animosity is not the right word. Cause I don't think there was animosity between John and Brad. I don't think that's the case. No. Cause John even, you know, indicated Brad, right. Brad was there for him, yeah. you know, when his mom passed, when you have two, like there's, there was kind of like 
like two ships passing. I mean, the, they were transitioning, or two what we thought, egos. from from John's team to Brad's right, team. Right. And unfortunately, Brad is just Brad has been snake bitten by terrible injury luck, and even when you get a twenty eight to thirty point game out of him. You you you're you're waiting for that to be every night, right. and unfortunately, his body over the last couple of years has not allowed him to to do that or even remotely approach that every night. Right, and that's what's drawn the ire of people within this organization now. And not that their win loss record would have been any better with John here. I mean, because that I think that's the other that that's ultimately we want to talk about what helps them win more games. And as I said before, when you suck, you need to have the right person, the transformational talent. But you also got to scout better because Giannis wasn't the number one overall. He wasn't the number one one. Nope. So, I mean, Carl Malone, as good as he was in his NBA career, he wasn't a number one one. You know what I mean? Scouting matters. I tell you that all the time in every sport. It matters. And, you know, as I've said before, Ted – Paid Alexander Ovechkin, paid John Wall, paid Bradley Beal. They they will pay people. That the organization is not cheap. They have always paid. People. They have always paid people, and unfortunately, you just haven't gotten the win loss results from paying those people. Just like other organizations pay their superstars as well. That's what frustrates the customers that come through the turnstiles. Every night, 301-230-0980. If you want to jump in on that, your thoughts on uh, the audio from John Wall, plus an interesting baseball note coming up next. We'll talk about that and more. Russell's got to look at what's trending. All right, we'll start with a shocking result. Second round of the Australian Open, not good for the defending champion, Rafael Nadal, as he is eliminated. Dealing with a hip injury, Nadal out to American Mackenzie McDonald, 6-4, in the second round. Again, trying to get a 23rd Grand Slam trophy. So already the Australian Open turned upside down. Meanwhile, we have the Wizards and the Knicks right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app tonight with pregame coverage at 7.15, 7.30 tip up at Madison Square Garden. Caps losing last night to the Minnesota Wild uh, in the second of back-to-back nights. So they are off tonight. And as we've been talking about the situation with John Wall, the Wizards uh, as well, we're going to get to the Orioles and their ownership situation and anything but commanders coming up in the 10 o'clock hour. Who is Charles London and what is he about to do for the first time and how might it help shape the Washington commanders offensive coordinator search all to come right here, Russell and Medhurst. And that's what's trending. Anthony points out an interesting uh, factoid about the Wall interview, too. Him and Brandon Banks, the CFL superstar and former Washington Redskins. Boys. A little relationship there as well. Steve chimes in, says that we're absolutely right about the number one, number one. Wizards get the number one overall. Yeah. Kwame Brown and John Wall. Right. Caps get the number one, one overall. And it's Alex Ovechkin. And it's Alexander Ovechkin. I mean, listen, again... It Sometimes matters. it worked. Uh, look, it ultimately didn't pay off exactly the way they were hoping, but one one back to back years for the Nationals, Bryce Harper and Steven Strasburg. Yeah. You know, and ironically, Strasburg, the one that can never and has never been able to stay healthy, wins a championship here with his best year by far, and an un- and has never been the same, and will never be the same after that. And Bryce. As healthy as he was, well, I mean, he was banged up early in his career a lot here. But overall, as healthy, I shouldn't say as healthy. Overall, as productive as he was here, as much of a megastar as he was here, obviously doesn't win a championship here, then goes to Philadelphia, then struggles 
as a team for four years and then or three years and then finds a way to get to the World Series, but now is going to miss almost all. I mean, just the twists and the turns and the mm-hmm. saga. You know, that's why when people kill Tommy and Ted and say, oh, you know, Ted cares about the Capitals, doesn't care about the Wizards. That is such horse crap. I can't even begin to tell you how much horse crap that is. It's it's the same knuckleheads that sit here and tell you that an offensive coordinator is clueless, has no idea what he's doing, and that they have all the answers. No, no, you don't. You no, you don't. It, it, there are times where coaches do bad jobs. There are times where coaches have bad runs. There are times where organizations have bad runs, bad luck, bad timing, what have you. There are times where you can do a lot of things right. Maybe not everything. A lot of things right. And sometimes it works out, and sometimes it doesn't. MLK Day discussion in Baltimore the other day. Dan Connolly, longtime beat reporter for the Orioles, asking a question of John Angelos, who is now overseeing the uh, stewardship of the Orioles because his father is basically incapacitated uh, at this point. His dad, Peter Angelos, longtime owner. Now, John been battling his brother Lou over control of the team and the moms involved and all the other stuff. And an interesting answer to a question um, from Connolly, from John Angelos. And hopefully they'll take him up on this. Are you from here? Yes, I am. Okay. I just think that we all ought to have a little perspective on what's important in the world. And what's important in the world is what we're talking about. What you're talking about, you can find any garden variety, high value sports team or involvement. You're always going to have some controversy. But I've been very outspoken. I'm very transparent. In fact, in fact, I would invite you and all your colleagues next week, not on Martin Luther King Day. You can come back to this building. You can meet me in this office. I'll take you down on the third floor, and I'll show you the financials of the Orioles. I'll show you the governance of the Orioles. I'll show you everything you want to know, and I'll put all your questions. But today, on MLK Day, I'm not answering any of those questions. Okay, well, let me just respond very quickly. and say No, no, that, I don't want you to respond. Well, I just, I'm well, not going to entertain those questions on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Which is the day that you set up for us to talk to you. This is the second time that we have spoken to you in four years. Openly. Let's take another question. So let's take and, another. And, and let me let's take another question. Let me ask one more question here. No, I'm not going to let you ask any more questions because you're highly. It's highly inappropriate on the day on Martin set, Luther King Jr. Day. This day. I'm going to actually limit it to just two more questions. So that All right, can... <laughs> that's enough of that. Uh, here's the deal. I'll just say this: when we don't have a ton of time to get into this, Pete. Uh, first of all, I don't know the parties involved. I don't know any of them. I don't know how it all works, okay? But there was nothing disrespectful of the question asked by Dan Connolly, number one. Number two, I would also say this. PR people try and say, oh, we're going to make Dan Snyder available, but you can't ask him this. Or... You can't talk to him about this. He's only going to talk about this. They always try and control the narrative and try and control the spin when there's a reason to run and hide and to not answer truthfully. There's a lot more I can say about this, but what a dog and pony show. What an absolute horse beep move and and um, shield, quite honestly, to hide behind... Dr. Martin Luther King and and the holiday and and what the what they were trying to do understandably deserves a lot of shine to hide behind that and to say check with me next week when I haven't talked to you in 4 years right doesn't hold a whole lot of water in my eyes no I agree with you 100% it's kind of like Dan had said to him you know hey we we've, we've talked to you twice in 4 years same thing happens here you yeah. just the the media never gets a chance to ask Dan any questions, which is why I applaud what Steve Bashotti does mm-hmm. with the Ravens. Once a year, sits down with his president, his coach, their general manager. They're all up there on the podium. Here's your chance to come at all four of us. Ask what you want to ask. At least he gives you one opportunity mm-hmm. every year to get your answers publicly asked in a forum, not behind closed doors, not sources said, not, you know, people close to the the, the organization. 
This is in public, on the record, in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. One time a year. That's all I ask. I don't need Dan to – I said this for years. I don't need Dan Snyder to be Jerry Jones in the locker room after every game, giving you answers to questions he really doesn't know about. I, you don't need that. But we do need you to be transparent one time a year, sit up there, take the questions from everybody. And you know what? Think about this, Chris. When The way they do it in Baltimore, the coach can't hide, the general manager can't hide, the team president can't hide, and the owner can't hide because they're all sitting next to each other when these questions are being asked. You're right. You've always said this, and that's the way it ideally would work, and it doesn't that work way, in the, that a way, lot of ways. I mean, the coach can't get mad at the owner. The owner can't get mad at the coach, the GM. They're all sitting up there right there. Mm-hmm. This is as transparent as it possibly gets. Mm-hmm. It's, it's one thing the Baltimore Ravens do absolutely perfect, and I wish more teams – uh, would, would do that. Now, we're fortunate. I mean, Ted sits right in the front row. Right. And, uh, you know, he may not give you a long audience if you see him in the hallway, but, it, you know, if you got a question or something quickly, he might have me. Scott Abraham able to stop him, briefly ask about mm-hmm. when he was pursuing the Nationals or if they were pursuing the Nationals mm-hmm. or something like that. So ownership transparency is everything uh, to me. And and that's why a guy like Bashadi gets – all the benefit of the doubt. A guy like Ted, very, very visible, you know, very approachable, gets the benefit uh, of the doubt, while others don't. Very simple. 301-230-0980. Charles London. No, not Drake London, who Washington was pursuing last year. Charles London. We'll tell you about him and what his possible importance means to football here in D.C. We'll do that next right here on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.